War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to this, gentlemen. about the pink cookies they are indestructible and immortal <laughs> great much so, like our podcast <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> listeners who have been following along with us for at least the last four or five episodes may remember that i brought pink cookies to the show and they're still what was here. that like episode 22 <laughs> i liked pink cookies but not the baked goods yeah well mm. i got them at the nearest- no sexual connotation <laughs> meant there no. I just keep on talking. I got them around the start of February, and they said they expired on March 4th, but they're mm. actually quite edible. I can imagine the preservatives oh, are involved. For our listeners, to- we will now test whether or not they truly have expired or not. Noah, do the honors. I've already had like two or three. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 33 of Channel Massive. We have all four of the hosts here Ooh. for your listening pleasure. Mark, Jim, Jason, and me, Noah. Yes. And yes. we have a lot of twig, a whole lot of twig. It's a, it's a big twig. Yeah. A giant sequoia. <laughs> Standing it's tall. More like a branch. Yeah. Yeah. An olive branch. Peace gesture. But before we get into that, let's get into what we've been playing. Your kids are starving. Carl's Jr. believes no child should go hungry. You are an unfit mother. Your children will be placed in the custody of Carl's Jr. Jason, I have a feeling you have the most compelling story of what we've been playing. What have we been playing? I don't know. I don't know what you guys have been playing. How am I supposed to know what you guys have been playing? You are part of the Channel Massive Collective. It is your duty to know. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you, why did Noah's you install been playing. the monitoring equipment in my house? What are those cameras for? I really <laughs> wanted to be stuck. I, I assume you mean what I've been playing. What have you been playing? Well, let's or see. who have you been playing? I have been playing uh, Super Mario Galaxy on the Wii. That's a good image. I've got, I've got 22 stars, <laughs> Noah. <laughs> 22. Good. I'm glad that we can quantify your success. Yeah, I know. It's like every episode, Noah asks me how many stars I have, and I can't answer them. Only 98 <laughs> This time I go. came prepared for the oh, quiz. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, actually, 98. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Math. 98. Math, <laughs> math works. Smart. I am Mark's smart math with math, hero. but not good. I just hit my headset and massively spiked out the audio. Oh, well. Nice. <laughs> Fun. Smart, intelligent. Mark, Mark speaks in math. And I, I haven't been able to get my, <laughs> my Guitar Hero 3 gaming fix on lately. Because I turned in my I turned in my disc to Shut Activision. Up, I'm so glad that Mark's talking over my speaking. I apologize for that. I, I'll just stop talking now. Well, you've been playing, Jim. He was encoding your your speech. <laughs> I was interpreting. He's translating it into. A... What I do is I interpret your speech into numbers, and then I do my interpretive dance later. <laughs> Please finish, Jay. Yes. 
No, what have you been playing, Jim? <laughs> well, I'll finish for Jason. Jason has not been able to play his Guitar Hero 3 because he has the monoral version of it. They had advertised it as Mon- monoral. Dolby 5.1 uh-huh, or whatever. That means it's not stereo. Yeah. No, no, I know what monoral means. <laughs> yes. Mr. Math. Like a bass waveform is typically monoral, but... So anyway, <laughs> which, what's really cool about Activision in, in, the, in the light of their gaffe is they are allowing people to exchange their Wii discs because there's only the Wii version that this happened to. No, for, by Wii you mean really small discs with their Wii discs. I yes, <laughs> very Wii, <laughs> Wii little discs. Uh, no, that was the GameCube actually. Uh, but it's oh. going to take like three to four weeks, which really surprised me because EA oh. turns around the instrument stuff like in days. I'm really surprised that Activision, after taking this long to even start the program up, is going to ask for another month of your time before they even get you the game back. Shoot, who wants it? Jesus Christ. It's kind well, of lame. You're welcome to come over and play Rock Band anytime while you wait the return of the king, or the disc. Cool, I appreciate that, man. Sure. Uh, what else have I been playing, Noah? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I believe that you've played. We're moving on. <laughs> Jim, what have you been playing? <laughs> I didn't play any games, but I took the task seriously of, of pirating every episode of Horror Lore for, now, the, for the research and better good of this podcast. Do you feel that you're morally justified in that because they are pirating the IP of Warcraft in a way? <laughs> so, I, so, like, they're, by violating a whole bunch of stuff in what they're doing, <laughs> and violations occur frequently. Then, <laughs> That's what I was um, going to say. They... <laughs> They're doing something like that. So if you're pirating them, it's really like you're second, secondhand pirating the... I'm getting back at them in the name of World of Warcraft. That's pretty sweet. We'll have to tell Blizzard about that. Like, they're, not even their attack lawyers could have thought of that one. Yeah. Like, I will pirate... You should, you should distribute those discs. You should start reselling pirated discs of Warcraft to get revenge. And then if you're sued by them, you just can go to, like, Blizzard and have their attack lawyers crush them. Perfect. Yeah. So, Jim, for our listeners who aren't as uh, renegade as you are, could you give us a dramatic, blow blow. A dramatic description, <laughs> a summary of, of your favorite episode of Horror Actually, um, that task is going to go to Jason, who will rigorously go through these <laughs> uh, films over the next week. Slow-mo. And will give us, uh, hopefully, a very detailed report on, on oh. these um, a verbal, films. Yes, a verbal dramatic Just reenactment. Depends on how detailed you want it. Pretty detailed. We don't need any parts of evidence or anything. Just verbal description. You don't need the piles of Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you. No. <laughs> Just asking. So anyway, that's the only thing I did that's worthy of mention. That's pretty funny. Markinator. Not a whole lot going on here <laughs> this week. Uh, no, just Channel Massive, the podcast who doesn't play any games. Well, Thanks um, for listening, yeah, true. Channel Massive. I Thanks played. For- uh, we did. Noah and I did. Uh, played some World of Warcraft and got uh, a couple. That well, was fun. We had yeah, a great we time. really did have fun. We got a group together and took out that the biggest boss in uh, that uh, the Ghostlands. I would say that was yeah. pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Well, after What's the name was, of this boss, huh? It was, huh? What's his name? Because we were... 22 stars. <clears throat> we got together like a, a group of like six people, didn't we? And we were sitting there waiting for this one other person to join our party that we were told we needed to invite. And this punk, like level 20 and then his level, level 70, 70 accompaniment, just jumped in, uh, killed it, and then ran off. And yeah. so we had to sit there for like another five minutes, wait for the stupid boss to respond. Wait a minute. Are we recording right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kidding. Anyways. <laughs> um... My favorite part of the time that we were playing was 
we were, we were in this ziggurat or something that we thought there was a monster that we had to kill for a quest, and we were just waiting uh. and waiting, and we'd cleared out all these necromancers and their little henchmen that were in there, and there's this bubbling green pool inside the building, so we decided, hey, let's get in there, let's take all our clothes off, and it was a, hot tub a little party. pool party, and so right. was James Brown there? James <laughs> Brown, no. hey, hot tub. We were trying to get some good screenshots. Yeah, Mark was trying to do a cannonball with his... Belf, my belf into the babe. water, and I was trying to position it just so, and my freaking <laughs> minion kept getting in the way, and then all of a sudden, like all of the yeah. necromancers came back, respawned at in, once in the midst of our mission. <laughs> in episode, we have no armor on. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were, we were like, like underwear. Holy crap. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god! And I was like, I'm trying to attack, and I could not get my armor back on for the life of me. I was like, I can't get my armor back. I can't get... And so I was like running around naked in the building and then I just ran and I had like four things chasing me. Like, I'm going to die. I can't get my armor back on. And every time I'd stop, I thought I'd be done and then like, here comes something else or they're still chasing me. Oh yeah. Was, I don't know what it was. So Noah went streaking through the ghost line. <laughs> well, with like about five mobs chasing him out of the cigarette. Like angry necromancers and their skeletal minions were like chasing him out. Like, how dare you do cannonballs in our slime vats? <laughs> <laughs> so I felt like I was being hazed or something or some kind Either of that or, or, or screaming who farted and, and who I farted? and I and I ever the loyal compatriot did the aggro dump fade maneuver right when they came out so they like were like they were looking at me and they were like and I like faded away and they're like you and they pointed to Noah and I'll chase him out and I'm just standing there like in the ziggurat slowly putting my clothes on listening to him like on the on the um, on the voice chat going oh my god oh my god they're after me oh my god oh my god I'm watching his hit points go he's like I can't put my clothes on they won't go on I don't know what's going on he's like I can't even get my powers to work because he had it like alt z so you had no interface either so hilarious it was definitely a highlight yeah, uh, yeah, that was our Monday night. It was, and then we then we did uh, kick, kick much ass later, but yeah, it was yeah. funny. Yeah, good time. And we may have some more folks joining us yeah. on our new night, which is really exciting. Yep. And listeners are always welcome if we stumble upon more them. streakers. Ooh, that's, that's, that'd be good too, yeah. Kind of nice surprise. Yeah. But yeah, that sums up my activity as well. Yeah, just not a, didn't get a lot done. I'm still playing my hotel desk game. I'm very close to getting to the end, but... Haven't quite solved the mystery. What is it? What game? It's the game. Uh, it's like a film noir mystery type. Is that the one you was like? You, you were saying it was like Aha's take yeah, on me. Exactly. Welcome to Carl's Jr. Would you like to try our extra big ass taco now with more? And now on to our listener email. Email. <laughs> Singular. I-L. Singular sensation email. <laughs> and not even not, from Derek. Not even from Derek. Derek has forsaken us. Derek's yeah. corner is no more. Derek's going to be sitting in his corner. Derek, don't tell us that you've gone to another podcast. We I know, man. We, we couldn't live with ourselves. Without Dude, I got my razor blades ready. <laughs> Ra- razor blades and a, and, a, and a bath running. And a noose <laughs> as a backup. Double jeopardy. <laughs> so we do have a single email, though, and we're very happy about that because Andrew wrote us. Who Andrew? Wrote us a- Andrew's, our, Andrew's our new fanboy now. Yeah. Well, that reminds me. Andrew... If you're listening to this, I have something to tell you. In in your email setup, your configuration, there's no W 
on your name. Even though you sign your name Andrew, it said Andre. <laughs> what? Yeah, seriously. Oh. I didn't even notice that. Maybe that's his pen name. Huh. Seems odd. <laughs> well, anyway, they didn't match. Uh, so, <laughs> Andrew had some nice things to say about her show. Yeah, just a lot of butt kissing, really. And he also had more important Jason's so great. Jason's so funny. Well, you know. <laughs> that's the emails that you guys write each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of a different email. Jim and Jason Rock. <laughs> Noah and Mark. God, I can't stand those guys. Sucks but I love the podcast. <laughs> So it would be so much better if it were just Jim and Jason. (laughs) Just kidding. Thanks, Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) And what else Andrew had to say in the real world was that you guys should try out the game RuneScape for your free-to-play session. You've probably heard about it, but it's a fun game. A lot of grinding and immature players, but it can get addictive. Which to me sounds like a free wow. Yeah, I think I've seen screenshots of it before, but that's, that's about as far as I've... You know, even looked at it. I think Mark said that he had played it a little bit. Uh, he thought that you might have played it, actually, too. No, no, I haven't even touched it. Maybe no. we should all play. Maybe we, we should. Or Noob Night. We, we should. We should do it for Andrew. We should do it for Andrew. The one listener. Because you know what? If anything, I'm all about grinding and immature gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> As your pirate Amen, shows, brother. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Anyway, thank you for writing us, Andrew, and, and for any of you other losers who <laughs> might want to get a hold of us sometime, you know, step up your game a little bit, you can reach us at mail, M-A-I-L, at channelmassive.com. Dot C-O-M. <laughs> C-O-M. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, and thanks for writing us. been walking forever. Are you sure you know where you're going? Yeah, I know this place is pretty good. I went to law school here. Costco? Yeah, I couldn't believe it myself. Luckily, my dad was an alumnus and pulled some strings. Welcome to Costco. I love you. Okay, so this is take 43. <laughs> it's now 4 a.m. And it's time for... The So this is only the second segment so far we've had to re-record. This is because Noah's... And we're only, what, 15 minutes in? Noah griefed to the segment by entering bullet time and taking Jason's mic and putting it up while simultaneously cranking up his volume on his mic. I know, it was quite quite ingenious. (laughs) He's always got some kind of... Trick up my sleeve. (laughs) Anyway, I I, I don't think any week in gaming will be complete without without uh, going off on somebody somebody's absolute hypocrisy. Uh, Everybody knows about the uh, New York governor who recently got (laughs) caught. He was client number nine. Number nine. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Elliot. Elliot (laughs) Spitzer. E.T. Bone Phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ouch. Ouch. So what was it? Uh, yeah, he boned the phone big time because the FBI was wiretapping that freaking phone and they found all sorts of and shit they, about him. They caught his, they've monitored his transactions based on a system that he developed. Yeah, I know. That's like even more bitter irony. Anyway, th- this guy oh, he's, sweet, he is sweet an avid, karma. I guess he's an avid <laughs> video game critic. He... He, he rages against the, the virtual machine, you could say. 
I guess he was also kind of the bane against the financial district, you know, so there was a little bit of celebration down at the whole uh, Dow Jones uh, headquarters when nice. the news came out. So the bells were ringing on the floor, I'd imagine. So Pretty cool. Yeah, so this guy's been down on video games for a, for a while, a big critic and... Protecting the children of America. Well, it's all about the children, man. It is about the children. You know, because, because games like Grand Theft Auto are bad because they t- teach children how to steal cars. Yeah, well, wait till you get a load prostitutes. of... Wait till you get a load of Age of <laughs> yeah. Conan. Prostitution's okay! So, anyway, there's nothing that he's going to be able to do about it because nobody's going to listen to him anymore since he's a adulterer. Hypocritical. And adulterer. a hypocrite. And... And I love it. I love it because it always seems like these politicians always do this. They always, they're always like, oh yes, you know, morals, 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 morals. morals. I need to go get some ass. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. They're always like that. There's not one of them who is like clean. They're always like, oh yes, we must protect the children, protect the children. No tits and ass in our video games. Oh, I need a piece. Well, at least it's a little more classy than the Minnesota airport, right? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Homosexuality's bad. But he only goes for the classy tang. He goes for the classy poon tang because he's like, you know, putting up five thousand dollars to to fly out some whore to to his offices and stuff. You know, dude. I'll tell you what. That guy has some serious money burning holes in his pocket. (laughs) He does. It's like. Wow, five. Th- that must be a hell of a lay. That's all I gotta say. Five. Like, grand. Think of how many. Of think of how many violent like video games you could buy with that she, money. Like, three grand or something like that. I mean, and, well, that's inflation. What year did yeah. that movie? Come yeah, out? I think so. What'd you say? Scent of a woman. Oh, Al Pacino. Hooah! Hooah! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we just thought we'd open with that because we're all about the hypocrisy around here and sex That's right and sex That's can't can't go a, can't go a channel massive episode without pink mentioning cookies. some kind of pink cookie <laughs> tna <laughs> prostitution these are real pink cookies listeners by the way really? it's our duty to you the listener. we didn't pay five grand for them that's for sure no actually no. the price is still on it it's like uh Three ninety nine. See, what's this guy thinking? I know he could have had pink cookies for three ninety nine, and they'd still and they'd still be good a month later. Hey, where's my wallet? Where's my wallet? <laughs> On to the next. In NC Soft news. City of Heroes is getting its 12th issue. It has issues. Issue. It has lots of issues. Give me a tissue. I have an issue. And you might remember we were excited <laughs> about this issue because they're, I think... The rumors? Crypt- Actually, who dropped that? Was it Cryptic that originally said it? It was uh, oh, I guess Matt Positran-Miller promised yeah. that by the <laughs> end of the year... It's pretty much the same team who, who yeah. all fled, fled, the, fled the studios they of They fled from champions. Uh... Their twelfth issue is out, but there's no mention of the fifth column in this very lengthy description of their update. Yeah, it's midnight called issue twelve, hour. midnight hour. But more time traveling mayhem is involved because you know if we're not going to bring the Nazis back, let's throw in Roman centurions and a whole enough. Roman area and the ability for <laughs> for the villains to become crabs. So we can have <laughs> spiders. That is, we can have like right. Roman orgy. Yeah, bags. they're finally they're going to give the villains like their. Epic class, I guess. Mm. Epic villains. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The peace bringers on the hero side. Yeah. 
You know what I thought about when I was reading through this is that the Roman style costumes for the heroes, they're actually unlockable. Through their accomplishments, the page says, players unlock the new Roman-themed armor costume set, which makes me think back to, geez, that whole wedding pack could have been unlockable. Uh, or something. It could have be been. Unlockable or they should payable. charge. But no, they should charge, like, microtransactions of 19, $9.99 <laughs> or $19.99 or $9.99 for a wedding dress. Well, what does it You know, and then they, I guess they're, le- they're letting the villains and the heroes, you know, use each other's powers now, too, which is, like, another... So powers that weren't available on the hero's side will be now be available on the villain's side and vice versa. So here's the big question. Who's going to play it? Not me. Uh-huh. Channel Massive. Sometime in the distant Not future. Me. I guess, there, I guess <laughs> there's also a Hallows. They're going to do a Hallows makeover. Which, yes. you know, was a real... I thought it was a real crappy zone. Really poorly implemented and designed to begin with. I, I really hated the Hallows as a zone. Yeah, it goes from marginally difficult to, oh my fucking god, I'm going to die. Yeah, it's really like, like a total shift. You know, it's like, you must cross this chasm of death. <laughs> oh, one of you died, now you'll never make it 15 hours later, you know? <laughs> you know, I think that's why they started uh, handing out the rocket exactly. packs, right, the, in, the travel in, powers. In the oh yeah, because man, it took forever out. just to get anywhere. Yep. Yeah, it was like not the best... I guess they're adding, like, stuff like level-up boosts after you... You know, and this is so weird, because when I... You know, I, I just took it for granted that, that that's kind of what happens yeah. when you level up in MMOs anyway. You get the little reward. Either all but now you get a level-up boost upon reaching enough XP to level up at all levels. One of each type of large inspiration is immediately cast upon your character, and health and endurance bars are immediately filled. So basically... I don't know. It's kind of weird because I've I, that happens in so many MMOs. It's yeah. like I don't know. It's something that I took for granted. I thought it happened already in City Heroes. Yeah, I guess I never noticed it. You don't really get. Yeah, it. I didn't really notice it either. And they're making various improvements to chat, and you know, apparently they can display their. You can you have the ability to display your stats on powers before you choose them, oh, uh, which yeah, more enables more informed power selection. Min-maxing. Yeah. So so now yeah now you can worry about min-maxing even more in City of Heroes. Uh, I guess you can also there's like, you know, more improvements to the user interface where they're allowing more bars and, you know, they're allowing that to be a little bit more configurable. Well, poo-poo on them for no fifth column. Yeah, but yet say. no more fifth column. Really, really need to. Do I, I guess the one the the important thing to note about this update is the first update that NCSoft is doing, and it's no longer un, you know it's no longer no, <laughs> no longer under the that cryptic is easy banner. For you to say, my brother. I was wondering about that though. I mean, considering how long these take to develop, I bet this was in development before the whole disbanding thing. This may be the last thing of the old guard, and we may get something really different the next time, even though this whole Roman thing's kind of weird. Yeah, it's like their tribute to Perpetual for failing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No more gods and heroes? Hey, we'll throw some in here just, just for the You've hell taken of it. their art assets. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, it's just uh, I don't know, it's, it's, really, it's not really inspiring to me enough to go back and try it. No. Well, there you have it. Judgment has been passed. Yes, Judgment Day has come and gone.
So speaking of perpetual, <laughs> Marge just did a really flashy hand gesture to let me know it was time to talk, so yeah. kind of made me stumble. It was pretty impressive, I must say. Some intrepid internet researchers have gotten to what appears to be the source of all of the cancellation, a small rash of cancellations. Of a small rash of cancellations? I'd call it like the complete cancellation and utter complete failure of perpetual entertainment really should have been called temporary yeah yeah jason would you like to address this one yeah uh, yeah sure uh, the gents over at hailing frequency uh, dot com dot actually it's hailing frequency dot co dot uk <laughs> uh they actually it's just a it's all part of their podcast which is um just done by Brits. That's the name of their it? podcast is Hailing Frequency. Hailing Frequency. And their web. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hailing. And, and one's, oh, a, one's a Brit, British guy. I think one of the other guys on there is, is from, from here, from America. And they talk about, they, apparently they've been doing some research into this and they have, they have sources. <laughs> they can't reveal their sources, of course, but yeah, apparently they have the story, the scoop. <laughs> Scoop behind uh, P2 Entertainment's Star Trek Online closure. Um, as everybody knows, they closed down the project uh, in 2008. Uh, they, you know, this whole thing—it's like everybody's been wondering kind of what's been going on. You know, accusations of money swindling. Oh yeah, the whole you know that kind of deal. Or whatever. And basically, they never produced much except for a couple screenshots, according to everybody. But Hold our two screenshots that look like they could have been done in Photoshop. Apparently, these guys have done some investigative reporting, and they're reporting that until a week before closure, development on Star Trek Online was progressing extremely well, and according to our sources, both inside and outside of the former development team, the game was just, was within two months no. of closed beta. No freaking way. In December of 2007, which I... You know, Mark. You know, which kind of does, doesn't make any sense to me. I yeah. as well. <laughs> well, no, I mean... That, I, I, I see where you're coming yeah. from there, Mark. I mean, it really... That, I mean, come on. I mean, they were going to do an internal closed beta by... No freaking way. You know, by December. By now. Or, I mean, actually, no, it would have been by now. You're saying that this company, Perpetual, that couldn't even get, like, the Gods and Heroes thing across the finish line had the bandwidth to also have the Star Trek game that they had barely even announced within two months of completion. I think it's... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they they also say we're able to reveal that the publisher was NCSoft, <laughs> which had never been known before, apparently. <laughs> right. And then, of course, everybody knows NCSoft has, as of late, they've been restructuring their internal workings... And they've been refocusing a lot of their efforts on different projects. Like Romans. <laughs> yeah, Romans in, he in City of Heroes. You saw 300 in, like, thought episode 12. Just yeah, exactly. I mean, I think everybody <laughs> saw 300 and went apeshit and thought that they had to do the whole Roman thing. Or, actually, no, they were they were uh, Greeks, weren't Greeks. they? Greeks, Romans. Yeah, whatever. They're all the same to everybody. They just renamed their gods and called it a day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Anyway, so, you know, of course, that... So, apparently, when that happened, Star Trek Online got the boot. Um, another project, that Black Star, um, got the boot. Black Star. And apparently, after losing their publisher, P2 only had uh, 
they had like a week to go find another publisher. Well, poor you know, according, you know, they were saying their investors were basically going to dump them unless they found another publisher, you know, in a week. And so they, you know, they couldn't, of course they couldn't do that. They weren't able to find a new publisher in time. So the investors pulled out, didn't have any money for the development and they had to shut down the project, but they were able to sell off the IP to somebody else. If you are an investor, by the way, listening to this podcast who invested in P2, you're obviously dumb enough to invest in this podcast. Please send us money. Lots <laughs> yeah, no, lots no, no, no. Of it. They're obviously the smart. Send it to my PayPal account. You are smart enough. <laughs> smart enough. A I L at channelmassive dot com. That's right. Use Just PayPal and the amount we can take in fifty thousand dollar increments. <laughs> so that information, I'm gonna. I, I would log under kind of like huge rumor. Hasn't been totally confirmed yeah. yet. I would put it under. But some interesting information also comes out of this. You know, uh, this game just keeps generating more and more information as we go. And Star Trek. Star, you didn't uh, say Star uh, Trek, did you? Star Trek. Oh, Star Trek. Jason! Jason! <laughs> <laughs> Very cold. In space. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Star Trek games.com. They have. You know, apparently they've had some information, and and they apparently the 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 guy who runs the website received a, a letter from some lawyers. I love lawyer letter. Yeah, which says, uh, "Dear Chris, recently certain Chris. key Chris, assets Chris. associated with Star Trek Online so game lawyerly. have been transferred to a new game developer. Our firms represents that new game developer in its legal matters." Doesn't mention in this, you know, in this. Letter. You know, letter, you know, who that developer is. We understand from various website postings that are attributed to you that you may be in possession of certain documentation relating to the Star Trek Online game that contains intellectual property, the rights to which belong to our client and its licensors. We understand that you may have been considering posting these on the web, but that you have refrained from doing so to give the rightful owner of such material an opportunity to object. You'll be happy to learn that the game is not dead, but is in active, in active development with a new developer. Of course, again, it doesn't name who that developer is. Uh, it goes on and on and on and on and on. You know, really, it's really not like a harsh, you know, one of those harsh... They don't say, dear Chris... You know, cease and desist how, letters, you know, that you always see. What is your see. girlfriend doing? <laughs> Would she appreciate the picture Anyway, it provides the name of the... It provides the name of the legal firm, its address... You know, and its domain website. name of mofo.com. Yeah. Mofo.com. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of funny because, you know, and then, of course, these guys, you know, all the people on the net are, like, researching who this, who this uh, you know, legal firm is. And this legal firm happens to represent Cryptic Entertainment mm. of all developers. Dun, dun, dun. So, I'm surprised the letter wasn't encoded somehow. <laughs> Yeah, they're Morrison and Forrester <laughs> LLP, apparently. Uh, yes, they are. And they they represent 1, a few lawyers worldwide. They represent a few gaming companies, I guess, a few developers, and like I said, Crypt happens to be one of them. One probably of them. probably one of the more qualified ones. So it's kind of like, hmm, you know, put two and two together. You know, coincidence. You know, it's, it it's got to be a huge coincidence. It, it is Jim Good five. Good point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Two plus two equals five. 
you know, and you come up with the fact that, you know, it does look like Cryptic might indeed be the developer who's got the license now for Star Trek Online. Mm. Well, you know what? Lucasfilm is one of their clients, too, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think there's a little conflict of interest Star there. Chores or Star Wreck. They're gonna, yeah, they're going to call it... Star Trek Three: Attack of the Clones, or no, Attack of the Bones. They're gonna rebring. They're gonna clone Bones oh, back no. from the original <laughs> series of Star Trek, and he's gonna like crotchety old bones. Yeah. Mm. Damn it, Jim! What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a podcaster, not a doctor. Wait a minute. <laughs> um. Anyway, I don't know. It's just some kind of in- interesting information that's been flying out recently about this uh, IP that, you know, a lot of people are interested in. The IP in. that would not die and go away and leave me alone. So that's our gossip. We like to gossip. Yeah. So Mark, tell me, have you had any problems finishing lately? You mean my anxiety that I have whenever you have I, to perform? Do you have, I have to perform, Mark? Do you have problems paying attention? Huh? Look at the pony staying you, focused you, on the task at hand. Are you unable to do the things you once did, Mark? Do you, do you have a loss of pleasure and interest when you're playing your games, quote unquote games? <laughs> you mean the crying game? <laughs> hey, man. Sorry. Well, Mark, Mark, if you've ever had these feelings before, you may have completion anxiety disorder. Come, tell me about completion anxiety <laughs> disorder, doctor. <laughs> Dr. Jason. I just love this article. It's um, Actually, it was originally posted on uh, Game Set Watch. Uh, but I got it off of uh, Gamma Sutra, which is kind of their, like their brother sister site, and basically it's just an article, you know, discussing you know why people aren't you know finishing games. Because they suck. You know, you oh. go out and you buy all these games, but you never actually end up finishing them. Because you know, they're you... like they're all um, about fifteen hours too long. That's the problem. I don't know, but then, all right. Well, that's the answer to that. <laughs> on to the next topic, Mark. Then nowhere of complain that games aren't long enough. You know, it's like they figure yeah. you're paying, you know, fifty, you know, fifty some odd dollars a game. You know, you should have a ton of gameplay, and yep. so you know, developers c- catched on to that, and they're like, oh god, you know, we have to create these massive epics that yeah, I think you know, take forever to complete. I think the average game targets like twenty hours, and if it's an RPG, it's maybe forty. Shoot, no, even my RPGs are longer that than long. that. Yeah, yeah, for well, you know, average. Um, but I think that that the problem is that they blow through the whole thing that made the concept great in the first quarter, or or if it's really sad, they spread the good stuff out throughout the whole thing. <laughs> you have like these bits of like tedious monotony, and then you get a little gem that was one of the great ideas, and more Isn't tedious. That Warcraft, or and then there's Warcraft, yeah. But uh, or Warcraft, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's like it's. I I would kind of argue that maybe. Poor lore now. Well, okay. <laughs> How about Portal? It was According a game that came out of nowhere and was not right. incredibly long, but was very fulfilling for everybody who played it and kind of broke the mold because 
I mean, it took, what, how long did it take you to play, Noah? Like, about five hours the first time, or less? Yeah, it was it was about well, six or seven hours, but then I was able to play through it for my parents in like an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Speed run. Yes. I guess, uh, you know, how many games, though, have you really completed, though, lately? Not uh, many. I haven't completed a game in a long, long time. You know, how, how, long did, from how long did it take you to, to get to level 70 in, in World of Warcraft? I 14 mean, game days, which is a lot of but hours. Yeah, but, as, I mean, as far as years go, I mean, that's like... That was months, like, probably... I didn't, you know, get a lot of playing time contiguous. So. Right. And, and plus, you probably roll, you rolled a ton of vaults before you actually even settled <laughs> on trying to... Thought we weren't going to talk about that. Well, no, but this I think that it's like it's relevant to yeah. like MMO play because I think that happens to a lot of people too, where they, yeah. they start playing like a character for a while. No, I'm not digging this to them. Or the grass is always greener. Yeah, the grass is always greener on the other side, so they want to try a different kind of class, you know, something like that, and so they do that. I mean, I've had, you know, I admit, I mean, I'm not totally infallible as far as rolling alts goes you know i have i have a bad case of alt itis mm-hmm. when it comes to mmos but isn't that because a lot of the most unique content for one out versus another is in the first 20 levels and then you go into the race specific quests after 20 and it's just the same crap so right you know and i think that, you know i think almost the same thing goes for a lot of these games even if you're just playing like a regular rp single player rpg you know, you always want to try different skills out. You know, you want to try doing things a little bit different. Mm-hmm. If you're playing the one character RPG, I, that's that's something I like about console RPGs when you have a team to work with because you have all those professions spread across several different characters. Right, but not you know, there's a lot of RPGs who don't have like a whole team concept out there. Like Oblivion didn't have that. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny you bring this up too because that's why I've been so excited to talk about your. I, I finished this game, and then I finished this game. I'm, like, on a streak now. You I'm are, yeah, you my are fourth game in a row. Last real game I finished, I mean, I'm not saying that Portal's not a real game, but last, Traditional. like, full-length game I finished was Half-Life 2. See, and I haven't even finished that one yet. That was a while back. You know, and it's, you know, I have it, and I've just been been sitting on my PC now for forever, just sitting there going, play me, I know you want to, but I just never, you know, commit to it. Yeah. You know, I might play it for for a few levels or so, but then I always, you know, there's always something else that I, you know, end up doing after a while. It's just like, it's called the failure to complete, man. I have a failure to complete problem. Sad. It's sad. But is it really a problem to not complete a game? I mean, do you have to play well, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it seems like, you know, it's, it's so it's weird. It's like, it seems like it's such a waste, though, sometimes, if you don't finish it's, these yeah, games. Yeah, it seems like that's know? the goal. You end up buying all these games. That's why people should rent. Well, yeah, true. I mean, maybe maybe people need to look into renting if you, if you have those problems. Or buy it used. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Jim, have you? Well, is there some kind of drug I can like, take? What's the last game you can remember? Help me to complete these things. I, I can't remember. No. Exactly. I mean, no. No, of course, has been on a streak. He's a finisher. And I, yeah, he is a finisher. <laughs> He's Noah. Really <laughs> Noah likes to go all the way. Noah likes to go all the way. <laughs> Noah is not taking any medication for his performance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just cookies. You know, I do. I, pink I read this article and I'm like, man, you know, I, it's so true. So I think there's something interesting in this article. Um, one of the other suggestions that they made for why games go unfinished is that after investing so much time and or money, you just don't want it to be over. Yeah. 
So mm-hmm. abandoning it is the easiest way. That sounds like a good metaphor for raising a child. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want I don't want him to grow up. Well, that's what happens, you know. It's time for you to hit the street. <laughs> the time he hit the time he hits twelve, kick him out of the house. Oh, oh I'm sorry, I mean eighteen. I mean eighteen, not twelve. Eighteen. Well, yeah, it's no. I mean, I've, I've been through it, man. I I totally admit it. I've got all these games. I've got. Oh yeah, me too. I've got uh, Half Life Two. I've got uh, what's the other one? Oh yeah, the latest Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 kind of similar for me as well, it is sandbox with, games. Yeah, are but impossible it, is to a, it is a sandbox <laughs> game. Mean, but yet you, there is like an ultimate goal that you can yeah, reach. You, though yeah. you can finish the, so the storyline. You know, I think those games are so much harder to. You finish City of Heroes. You know what? Max and actually, level character kind of counts. Yeah, I you know, max say. level character in an MMO. Yeah, I'd consider that. Uh, okay, that's the attainable goal. right? That is the attainable goal. And yes, honestly, yeah, honestly, I'd have to say City of Heroes is the last game that I've quote unquote completed. Somewhat, as you know, as far as leveling goes, you know, I, of course, I've haven't done all the content before in City of Heroes, but I have maxed out a character. So yeah, I could say I've I've completed City of Heroes. There you go. Now you don't feel so bad, huh? But yeah, but that was so long ago, you know. Like Jim's always with the group so, hugs. Just a, just as oh. a quick little diversion, what game do you guys remember was most devastating to finish? Like you you were like, oh, I just want this game to go on forever, and then you finished it, and you're like, God, I gotta wait and hope they and pray they do a sequel or. You know, mm. do you guys remember like what game left you really wanting more? And no, no, I don't remember <laughs> like that. Never had that. You never had an experience like no. that before. No. <laughs> Jason, Fallout, and Fallout Two, even Fallout Two. Yeah, those were like I love those games because I think I like because I liked Wasteland so yeah, much. The spiritual. Um, it was just like those games were so fun to me, and I I got so immersed into the whole game that. Yeah, I kind of felt like a pang of regret. About you, Noah? Is there one that? Well, the game that I that I played over and over and over was Super Castlevania Four. So I guess oh, by yes. definition, if your question, that was a game that I didn't want to end because I kept playing it over and over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with, I think the the next closest example, but it's also it's hard to say that because it's a franchise would be the Final Fantasy games, because each game is its own self-contained world, and if you really like it, if it's actually a good chapter of the series, it's like, oh, man. Yeah. I, I could, finishing you, a good book. You think about it, you're like, I could totally play that again because it was just so enjoyable, and it's just, yeah, it's a lot like mm-hmm. a book. I think this whole conversation is a lot like books, because I have a lot of books I haven't read either. It's yeah, just, me too. What, you've, like, yeah, read books through, I don't. like, half of them? And yeah. Then, uh-huh. I see. And I'm not that way with books. books, though. I'm not that way with books. Yeah. I, I If I start reading a book, I finish it, even yeah. if it's crappy. Oh, if it's crappy, I'll bail, but I can't remember the last book that was too crappy for me to finish. <laughs> 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 I have low standards in entertainment. I guess, <laughs> well, how about video games? What was your... The one that crushed me when I finished it was, um... Well... Okay, aside from civilization, uh, occasional civilization, like, four campaigns where you're so into what you're doing and you inadvertently finish or somebody you're playing against wins, you know, and you're like, but I have so much more to do. That's always, like, a kind of a crushing disappointment for me. But the game, that the last one that really killed me was um, when I finished, like, World of Zine, which was the com- combination oh, of God, Mind Magic yes, 4 and I 5. Oh, yes, I remember that. Because I had done 3, and, and I got into 3 kind of late, 
So I finished three and found out that my Magic Four was coming out, and five would come out shortly after. So I went straight into those, finished them, and I was just devastated when it was done. I was just wow crushed. It was yeah. Those those were. And I did the whole world of Zine yeah, thing, man. It was like the two for all. God, the I combined power. the two, and it was just. I'd be interested to hear what some of our listeners, if they have any similar stories, if there are any games that they're emotionally attached to. If you do have any, feel free to give us an email. And if and if you're also, I'd love to hear if there's a game that that you just found unfinishable, <laughs> yeah, despite all your on efforts. The other side, yeah, like not because it was crap necessarily, but you just couldn't do it. You know, like, yeah. Because I, I think there's a few games I've started over and over and over, like you know, because they're critically acclaimed and. Yeah. You just really want to do it. Like, well, Oblivion's one of them. And again, that's why I say sandbox games are so hard. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I I guess I want to go through all of the actual, you know, lore, do the whole, all the campaign stuff, and I just can't seem to do it. Those damn ruins out there in the wilderness <laughs> always entice me. So. so yeah, drop us an email at mailchannelmessive.com and let us know. Jason, or uh, talk demonically for us, Jim. M-A-I-L. Oh, I'll pitch shift you into demonic mode. M A L E. No thanks. Is that that? That's that. This is kind of a cool story because it's helping us bring our. We're going around all the major MMOs yep. in this episode. We're now going to come to the big mama, World of Warcraft, <laughs> which for some reason people started to get into their soapboxes about the Death Knight class that's coming up in the Wrath of the Lich King expansion. First hero class. At least a, a, a rash. Another rash. There are a um, lot of rashes going on. <laughs> yes. Of recent itchy. blog posts mm-hmm. in the blogosphere. Yeah. And the general feeling is that Death Knights is not... Having a Death Knight, having a hero class in general isn't a very compelling or great addition for the game and these bloggers' opinions. And they believe it smells of a marketing campaign. It smells of possible doom for the game. No, it smells the balance doom is just for gonna maybe get... like, you know, other tank classes like the Warrior who... No. Okay, like can, I, can I already tank. jump in with my bullshit meter going off the... Well, yeah, since you, since you do play a, a warrior yeah, in so World they're of like, Warcraft. Oh, no, this could seriously jeopardize the warrior's role as a tank, which you guys already jeopardized with the druid and the paladin. So roughly one-third of the classes in the game can tank already. So if you add, like, one more that could have a spec that could tank, that's going to suddenly threaten the warrior? I don't think so. It's already been marginalized by well, everybody else. My question is, ha- I haven't followed this whole Death Knight thing too much, aside from knowing what they are from Warcraft 3, but has the character class been really described any deeper than generalizations in terms of, like, oh, this is a hero class, and of- you get to it after you've gotten level 70 or whatever, and then you can start it at a high level... No, that's pretty much it. A lot of colorful adjectives and adverbs. See, I was wondering... so cool. I think it'd be really cool if it was defined in the way that the Warcraft 3 text definition explains it in one of these guys' blogs. 
where it's kind of like a City of Heroes mastermind theme where the ability is that you always have a little cadre of troops that you go around and that's the way that you... Oh, like a mastermind, yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be really neat. That'd be really neat, but I wouldn't want to do it at level 50 or get to level 70 before I could do it. I'd want to start at level 1. And that's what it seems like this should be, especially when they make a point of saying, please note, even though we're calling it a quote-unquote hero class, it's not any different than any other class. Yeah, There's well, no special it's abilities. It's be massively imbalanced. Which I think is part of the problem there. Class. I mean, part of the problem with this whole concept of a quote-unquote hero class is, is that it's really not going to be any better. It's just mixed messages. That's, that's what I always... I think Jason and I have always agreed on how we think... Well, back when they referred... When they had no idea what the hero class would be, they had hinted that it would be something like this, but... Well, you, you could explain it. But. Well, it was kind of like... I don't know, if, if any of you played the, the Warcraft 3 mod, uh, Defense of the Ancients, you know, you get these classes that are like... You know, they're like loosely based on like... You know, kind of like, okay, you have, like, a ranger class, but then you have, like, you know, beyond that, it would be, like, a sniper or a... Yeah, you're the hero, essentially, in these things, and you have, like, a... The Bone Fletcher or whatever. Yeah, you know, there's all these different classes. Basically, they already have have that whole system in place because you can... You you can specialize in marksmanship, say, for instance, if you were a hunter. Or if you, you know, if you're a beast... You know, if you want to be more of a beast master spec, you can you know, specialize more in the animals and stuff and do that whole side of it. You know, survival would be more of a ranger, sure. I guess, type of uh, spec. You know, so why not take that even further? You know, why not branch those trees off even further into more specialized, you know, types of classes? You like know, that- this, this character has gone through 70 levels of grueling play and is a warrior. Now he is at a... Critical point in his career where he can choose yet again to specialize, but for good. Is you know he's either going to be a like an Illidan like you know kind of guy, or he's going to be a uh, you know like more of a some kind of crazy tank or something like that. And then you're stuck with that. That's your heroic class. You know? Yeah, you know exactly. Like, and that's kind of what I, I I would think. You know, you know, it would it would you would like you would like totally shift your focus like into. I mean, you still have your, you retain your abilities that you had before, but, you know, this would be, like, what you would become. you become, like, the hero, you know. Yeah, that's a heroic class. And, and yes, and and heroic classes would be, indeed, more powerful than... everybody could eventually become one, right? Exactly. It's an in-game kind of thing. Exactly. Not not this Death Knight thing where, you know, apparently, you know, everybody gets to do it, you know, no matter what class you're playing right now. And so basically what you end up doing is you have 50 million... It's basically like the Jedi class or... The yeah, you know, it's like... But the... it sounds like it's Horde-specific. I mean, why would they no. do that? That's no, not it's, it's not Horde-specific. It's just any anybody can... Like I said, anybody can do anybody it. Anybody can do it. That's corny. I mean, just the idea. I mean, when I think of Death Knight, I think of Arthas. Totally, I think of evil. Totally should have, like, done something where if they're going to give... They should have given, like, the Horde, the Death Knight, and the Alliance, like, the Archmage, like, the two iconic... Yeah. Heroes from Warcraft Three or something. But even then, it's like how how do you how do you justify making a a gnome alliance rogue a archmage? Well, you know why would you jump to that? Why 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 I give totally somebody a, a death knight no. who played a druid? That's I don't you know it. this you know this entire time it, it should, doesn't make any sense yeah, you to should me. Have to, and it should be like like you know they were saying you know when you, it won't like consume your character when you unlock the death knight. 
like my like my warrior wouldn't be gone and See, and I think it, you I'd should. A, I think it should. Yeah, I think it I should, kinda, you should you should totally, you know, transform yourself into yeah. you know whatever hero class you plan on playing, you know. It's like and it'll be it would totally make you totally different than well, what you It seems like a really before. incomplete idea like they're rushing something out which doesn't seem normal. That doesn't seem like a blizzard thing. You'd think that they would do something that could be universally applied across all classes. Well, they're cautious in that they're doing one, and it will be balanced. You know, like yeah, I, but it's a just lot one people, class. There's it's a lot like... of conjecture that it'll be massively overpowered for a limited time before they nerf it into submission. So they can and get it's its copy sold. But I kind of don't think they would be that cheesy. Although one might look at the warlock and go, "Well, that's been massively overpowered for." <laughs> A while, I think at the end of the day, though, this is, this is so much speculation. We hardly know anything about it. Well, yeah. And it's I mean, not historically accurate of Blizzard to do something really dumb. You know, yeah. there's, there's a lot of hemming and hawing, like, uh, you, World of Warcraft could be this, that, or the other. Even though Blizzard has a good track record, this is going to be where they fail. This is or where they, they break it all. Right. Well, and, just don't call it a hero class, though. I mean, seriously, it's it, if it's not going to be any different... Don't call it comeback. Yeah, it's not going to be anything <laughs> different except for a new hybrid class. You know, it's called a new class. It's called a new class. Don't say you know, oh, it's a hero class. It's special if you get to a yeah. certain level and you're able to do all. Yeah, this. it's like a, it's just a big misnomer. But they, you know, they promise they've promised the hero class since the get go. So they have to call it that, but that's really not what it is. It's just an expansion. It's an, a new class. Yeah, I really think that you know. They could have done this a lot better. They could they have called it like an epic class. They could have made. They could no. have made like. They could have given every class like different options. And, I would have liked that. I that's you know, how I and, thought it was going to. You know, and you know, and you know, no. It's like and there's no need to rush it all out or anything. You know, there, yeah, why? I make a deadline, but of course, you know, you've got all these new MMOs coming out, so they they got to do something. I mean, there's so many cool hero classes in their lore. There's like the. The voodoo troll guys, you know, there's the, Gordon. like we said, the archmage, there's the... You know, like a leech. Knight. There's the... the yeah, leech the, king yeah. kind of thing, you know, where you can I mean, become maybe like some well, kind of crazy... There's a whole regular class that should exist called a necromancer that should be all about the undead, but, you know, they didn't do that either. You know, they, there should be a... An abomination would be hilarious, you know? <laughs> and they could take the druid class and, like, make the druid class more... Like Druids of the Talon, Druids... You yeah, know. you know, they could, like, totally go down the line of, like, you know, maybe yeah. different types of Druids, you know, and give them different kinds of abilities and everything to, you know, separate them from just your average Druid. No, they have the Moonkin form. Yeah, you know, thing. they give you stuff like the utterly that. Utterly ridiculous, know. stupid Moonkin form. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I really they think they could have... looks wrong. They could have branched it off even further yeah. and... And made the choices a lot more interesting. Yeah, I don't find it be that. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of thinking it'll. For me, it'll be cool because I'm not. I'm not happy with the whole fact that I have to spend like about a hundred gold with my warrior if I want to go from actually tanking to doing some kind of damage in PvP, mm-hmm. just to like respec and stuff, not counting all the gear. So I'm kind of excited about this class just because for my my. My character on there, I, I mean, I, I probably never play my warrior once I unlock this guy. I'll probably play this thing because it's closer to what I wanted, which was a melee combatant, but with a whole bunch of upsides. So, you know, for that, it's exciting. <laughs> 
dramatic flourish. Yes. <laughs> now we talk about how those other MMOs out there that rely on microtransactions view human and property rights in virtual worlds. And probably the one comment that really flagged at least Mark's interest in this story from <laughs> yeah. worldsinmotion.biz was a comment from a person named Bethke. It's a GoPet CEO, Eric Bethke. He said, I consider WoW the biggest MMO failure ever. The gameplay is amazing and graphics and everything, but at the end of the day, people know it doesn't mean anything. Their stuff can be taken away from them. They can be banned at any moment. I believe what they earn becomes their property. Okay, so let's take that argument, that sentence, <laughs> or paragraph he wrote. So, he considers WoW to be the biggest MMO failure ever. I don't know so how So obviously he his definition that. of success is to have some piddly ass go pets go pets <laughs> game that's like an RMT based thing. Yep. To where you are actually able to quote unquote keep your virtual property because you paid for it with quote unquote real money. Right. Right. <laughs> so I wonder what his thoughts are if his game was as popular and made as much money as WoW did and garnered an audience that cared so much about it that they would come up with ways to sell basically black market assets in-game yeah. and break his EULA like all over the place with botting and all this stuff. Is if that like a, a Volva? Think that those people Break, breaking his not quite like a Volva. No. But if he would still consider that, that, that property to be theirs and not mind if they just had all kinds of fun in his little world. Yeah, it's totally ludicrous. He's saying that his virtual goods and his game are more tangible and worthwhile because people paid for them with RMT. Right. There's no difference. I mean, somebody could go into his game and hack it and steal goods from somebody else, too. Yeah. And he's making a, kind of this implication that if you're in WoW and your things get stolen, you're never going to get it back. They're just going to... The, there's no customer support there to help you recover it. But that's not the case. No, I've heard it. Unless you well, no, I mean, Blizzard, with, they've, they go out of their way to, like, help people who've you know, yeah. got their accounts hacked. I mean... Yeah. They can't. They can't replace everything. Obviously, well, I mean, yeah, you may do. not have a receipt for it, but you know what? They they have their databases. They they you know they know what you've had. You know they're able to go back and and search it. Yeah, it takes a while probably like, for them to do that. But. You want to sit these guys down and say, okay, virtual means <laughs> non tangible. <laughs> virtual, <laughs> it's not something that you own. When I buy this asset for real money in your game. I don't get the actual thing in my living room. It's virtual. You know, and again, it goes to, okay, yeah, so you've worked for, you know, so many ungodly hours, you know, raiding to get, you know, certain gear and, and whatever. So here's some more elaboration from Bethke later in the conversation between these folks at the South by Southwest Roundtable. He says, if you're a tourist, I'm not going to grant you all these property and human rights because you could simply be a griefer. If you're paying me money, you could still be a griefer, but at least you'll be paying me money. If you're a paid citizen, the stuff you buy is your stuff. If you lose it, we will replace it. I'm not going to give you fair market value. If you do anything wrong, we offer four locations of arbitration, and if we need to, we take away your stuff, and that's it. Wow, that sounds so different from what he just said about WoW in the previous paragraph. Mm-hmm. 
Now, granted, we are taking snippets here and there to benefit our discussion, but it does. I mean, these are actual quotes from what he's saying, and the, I think the, the point's pretty clear. RMT man himself. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that, you know, I think that it was a really good, um, you know, roundtable that they had. It was, you know, they, because it is eventually going to have to come down to whether or not, you know, and it's basically up to the developer on what they want to do, how much they want to have control over their game, how much they want to have control over the, the quote unquote property, right, in their game, and uh, virtual. Yeah, you know it is. You know, it's like you can, you know, people like try to sell their shit on eBay all the time. You know, it's like you know, it's, it would be the oh, same yeah, thing. Right, you know, so it's, it's like eBay, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's it, it's, it's going to have to be addressed. Right. You know, it's going to have to be addressed. There's going to be there's going to have to be some kind of virtual property rights bill of rights, I guess you could you could say. But then it 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 can't be universal. But no, it's. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Is it's game. not going to be universal. It's going to be up to each developer on how they, yeah. you know, want to run their game. You know, you can't. You know, for you know, right now that that's just how it is. You know, they're they're they're. You know, if you yeah, if you buy if you buy like a, like a, a couch or something, you know, in, in one of these games that have RMT transactions, you know, yeah, you know that couch is your virtual property. You know, you paid some money for it. You know, but. That sort of vorpal death of mayhem that you you know quested for, you know in in uh, you know whatever the latest and greatest fantasy MMO that you're playing, you know that's really not yours. No. You know there's no tangible monetary value to that item, so therefore you can't. You know there's really no legal recourse. As far as you know, saying yeah, I own this item. Well, and another example in the article they're talking about the guy who was charged with burglary for stealing furniture in Habo Hotel. Oh yeah, I remember hacking. that one. I think we yeah. talked about like, that. If, where the hell did that happen? How did that how does that happen? What if you like virtually rape someone in second life? <laughs> right? Which I feel that I'm not saying that that's by the lap dancing not kill someone. Common, well, you, you know what happens? Like PK somebody. They call they call the uh, the second life uh, sexual uh, victims special victims unit special victims unit, and then they you know they run a CSI investigation on everything. <laughs> they they yeah. s- they do a virtual swab. <laughs> you know, a virtual rape kit on you, you know, to make sure that you really did get raped and, you know. It's really just, it's really sad. I mean, I think the thing that, that gets me about this guy's point of view, I mean, I think he's just really trying to just nab a, nab a headline there. But, I mean, in in his game, obviously, the whole the whole way that you advance through the game is through the RMT hook, right? And I'm not against RMT, I'm just saying, in his game, it's very, it's, you, your badge of accomplishment is based on what you've been able to amass through How much you've been willing to spend. Yes. In World of Warcraft and some other MMOs where they take a, a different approach where there is no RMT, your, your way of measuring your accomplishments is like going through encounters or you know, time or time spent in the game. You know, accomplishing things by achievement, not by money. Yeah. But to call it a failure because they've like missed an opportunity to make all this money with RMT, it's like the person who says, who's, who measures like your success as a human being based on whether or not you've earned a lot of money in your lifetime. 
versus some people whose measure of accomplishment is that they were a good person or, you know, managed to go through their, their entire life without killing somebody. Wow, or man. Or, you know, I mean, it's like there's different ways to measure success. <laughs> that was hard my, to do that. That was my philosophical of you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Take the fisherman, for example, in the small village. No, just <laughs> Um, but, well, I just thought it was funny that you made the standard getting through life without killing someone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's. I don't aim too high for personally, so I just, <laughs> And the body in the backyard. Um, <laughs> Never mind that. Gone. Soon, very soon. Very soon. We're Mark, just bad. For You're bad. The person. acid de- delivery. Must, uh, <laughs> hydrochloric acid. These burns didn't come from the steering wheel. I mean, the airbag. Dang it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, Jim? I, I just... It's its intellectual property. I don't see how it could belong to anyone. Whether you get it through time or money. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it you, just doesn't belong to you. It's you, stupid to think, and I think these people need to get the fuck out of their house and go ride a bike or something. Yeah, it's like... That's what I think. Of semantics. Art, all the art, all of the concept stuff, all of the story behind these objects that they're allegedly saying they own. Well, it's like it's like the whole MP3 thing. Like, if you wrote this song, and you produced it and everything, and you made an MP3, and then you sold it to somebody, so they have the MP3 now, we know how that works in the record business. Mm-hmm. You don't... You can't... You can't say, because I bought this MP3, I can now sell this thing in an unlimited way, nor can I even um, cover the song and re-release it without licensing going right. somewhere so it's like and like you said you brought up the the word virtual before i think that's the main point here it, you're paying for an experience yeah you're not paying for a couch or <laughs> yeah. whatever whatever it is yeah you're paying for an experience yeah yep, exactly. that's a good way of putting it that's yeah that's i think that's the key jim that's a good point it's the, you're paying it's just another way to pay to play yep it's a game. Yeah, that's what they keep forgetting. Not a not a career or a money making opportunity. These are games. Oh, sorry, Jason. Jason, we need to have a talk with you. <laughs> well, I guess that sums that up pretty well. If you think we're totally on crack, let us have it at mail at channelmassive.com. <laughs> Unless you're Jim. And that wraps up episode 33. We hope that next week we have some very exciting gossip and perhaps even more importantly, a a very scientific and detailed examination of horror lore from Jason. Oh, it will be scientific. It will be detailed. (laughs) A-B testing, perhaps? It could skip that. (laughs) Mark's very worried about pieces of evidence. You might want to make a separate podcast for a review of Warcraft. (laughs) 30-volume extravaganza. That's right. That that will go under the domain prefix of xxx.com. Channel massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have a subdomain <laughs> for, extra, extra for large. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just can't believe they actually did it. And I can't believe they haven't had their door broken down by the Blizzard lawyers yet. 
No, they did. Well, they that's did, why they and that's why it's name. more lore now. No, but I mean, even that, it's just, uh, it just reeks of, like, they need to be screwed with more. Dude, quit acting like <laughs> well, you're geez, disgusted. It's not like, it. you know, uh, you it's not it. like War- Blizzard or Warcraft, like, invented that you stuff either. You almost like a certain governor in New York. <laughs> that was my intent. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Preachy. Now to go find some whores. Stump. <laughs> Stump bumper. I have a fraction of his budget. So five dollars. Five dollar horse. I'll, I'll leave my pink cookies. Oh, <laughs> please do. <laughs> that won't even get you a haircut. Oh, darn it! Is that what they're calling that? <laughs> yeah, head jobs. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, if you have any comments about our scintillating commentary throughout this episode, <laughs> please drop us an email. We would love to hear from you, and we will include you in the next show if you have some. Exciting questions, or, or even if not, you know, we probably just mention your name. Pointed critiques. Maybe we'll make it your corner next time. Virtual items. Yes, <laughs> virtually your corner. You don't own it because you have to pay <laughs> us for it. If you pay us money, <laughs> be really your corner. <laughs> you can you can <laughs> own a part of this corner. podcast. And we have many corners in this room. <laughs> yes. At least more than four. Definitely, we do. So, if you have any comments, please drop us an email at mail at channelmassive.com. And until then. We look forward to talking to you next week. Good night. Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.